Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors, and the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business and also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we've got Michelle Marler with us. Michelle's the owner of The Works, and we're going to talk to her about how she went from a, an accountant in corporate America into owning a painting company. Michelle, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you very much. Good awesome. To be here. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself personally before we dive into the business. Oh, gosh. So I'm married to a wonderful husband yeah. who um, originally started our painting company. Okay. And I have five stepchildren. That's awesome. So that was always fun, getting married and two children. Yes, yes. Um, I have two wonderful fur babies. There you They're go. They're my babies. I love them. Um, and then other than that, I went you know i've been a st louis girl so went to university of missouri st louis and got my bachelor's of science in accounting master's in accounting before i went to the corporate world um and i always tell people that i'm kind of half from st louis and half from alabama all right fair enough yeah until i was 15 i worked on our family farm and that's awesome stuff in alabama so that gave me a little bit of the ability to the jump into the field yep and, okay that and makes a lot that. of sense then okay cool i didn't know that about you that makes yeah. a lot more sense so that's awesome um so how many years did you spend as an accountant before kind of transitioning here recently it's gonna kind of show my age okay just kidding we don't no, have to talk no. about that one um, no you're fine i spent almost 20 years okay gotcha yeah, almost 20 years between corporate and public okay um that's awesome. Company, Which is so, crazy yeah. that you started when you were 10 years old then. That's <laughs> yeah, right? so cool. I know, right? See yeah, what I did there? Yeah. That was good. Um, <laughs> no, so so you were, were in the accounting world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know tax season is just the best time of year. So much fun. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, Larry started the works in what year? We started in October 2011. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so it was what, about 10 years then before yeah. you joined him? Yep. Awesome. What made that come about? Like, what made you quit accounting and say, I'm going to go work? Because not only, like, you're not just doing the accounting for mm-hmm. the business. Like, let me clarify this with people. Like, I'm going to set the backstory here. <laughs> like, I see pictures and videos of you on job sites with him, painting and staining and sanding. Oh, yeah. And you're right there in the thick of it, right? Just like you yes. said, taking you back to your yeah. Alabama days, I look probably. totally different today. Yeah. You, you gave me the excuse to get out of the field. There you I go. I actually put on makeup. There you and, go. And do my hair and stuff. So I love it. I love it. Hopefully most people still recognize <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Because I know you're um, all over the painted Facebook group, too. Yeah. So. So, um, yeah, no. Um, after doing, you know, 20 some odd years in the accounting field, yeah. um, it gave me a good background, but I really enjoyed being in the field on the weekends. Yeah. Like I've always done the back end for the company. I've always right. done the books. I've yeah. always done that kind of stuff. Um, but on the weekends, whenever Larry was working, I'd take time and I'd go to the field and help him out. And I really enjoyed that. That's cool. And the more I talked to him and he would get so excited about projects and just how they were changing people's lives, you know, because your home can be everything. That's where you spend the most of your time. Yep. Um, And so it was so exciting that I really wanted to be more a part of that. And as we started talking, he has told me for years, like the industry... The painting industry, the remodeling industry, that industry isn't temporary. There's a lot of industries that are, and that's not a temporary industry. And I don't mean that like you're going to have business forever. Right. I mean that in a sense that you go in and change the color of somebody's home. That can completely change their day. It brightens their day when they get up. You go in and change their kitchen. That changes where they have their family get-togethers. That changes where the whole family has dinner or breakfast. You know, if you have a fire and water restoration and you have to go in and heal somebody's home, yeah, you know, that is that place where they 
always felt safe and it heals it and it makes it better and it gives them a place that they can enjoy. And I really, really wanted to be more of a part of that. That's cool. So that was really the leading factor in me switching over. That's super cool. Um, So what are some of the responsibilities and stuff you've assumed since joining (laughs) him, right? I know you, like you said, you've always kind of done some of the back end stuff. Even when I first met you guys and was working with you guys years ago, you know, you were always involved in the business, like you said, and that's why I know tax season made that very tough um, on you guys. And so like, what have you kind of taken over then since joining him and been able to take off of his plate? So like you said, I've done the books, I've done the legal, I've done the boring stuff. Yeah. Um, The biggest thing is, is I have started being in the field daily. And that wasn't something that was really supposed to be a full-time thing. Yeah. But it gives me the ability to understand jobs better. Yep. Um, be able to talk to clients in more detail because now I know all the integral parts of the job. I know those little details that if you haven't been out in the field or you haven't done it, can be difficult at times when clients ask the questions. Um, Or you give them an answer and then Larry shows up with a different answer. Exactly. Right? Exactly. He's like, yeah, that's not really right. That's what we did here because of. But, you know, those kind of situations. Um, It's helped me a lot with being able to actually do estimating and proposals myself. That's cool. Um, before I had to lean on him a lot, which I still do when we do stuff that's not more normal. The painting yeah, side, exactly. You know? Right. Because you guys do um, painting, remodeling, yeah, you know, handyman yeah. stuff. With his all craftsman that. background, yep. he can do amazing things. Yeah. Um, but with the painting side of it, I've gotten to the point now where I understand that enough of it that I can do all of that myself now. Yep. You know, um, I've set up a program. We actually use drip jobs. Yeah, awesome. I've set that up and I've put everything in now. I know what we should be charging per room and, you know, per item and that sort of thing. That's cool. So being in the field and being able to do that daily has really strengthened us. That's cool. Um, And it's also just fun. Yeah. You know, I'm not behind a desk every day. Right, right. Which is an accountant. I'm sure you were like, this is amazing. (laughs) I get to get out around other people. Yeah. Because you are one of the more outgoing accountants I know. I want to clarify this, right? (laughs) Like there's a joke that, you know, you always know an outgoing accountant because he stares at the other person's feet instead of his own, right? Like (laughs) you actually look people in the eye. So I appreciate that about you. I try. I try. Although I'm going to go home today and go, I can't talk to anybody else. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. It's fine. I I totally understand that. Um, No, and I think it's cool. You know, we, we had a conversation with another one of our clients recently and they're Mm -hmm. looking to hire you know an estimator slash project manager um and you know he doesn't really come from the painting industry yeah Uh, but he's got the sales background he's got kind of the project management side of things i was like the best thing you can do is have him spend six months in the field with Mm -hmm. you even if it's 20 hours a week on production on the line and then Mm -hmm. 20 hours of training him on other stuff and you know and 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 exactly what you just said right you understand things to a whole different level that you can't teach people i don't care how good your training systems are how good things are can you still make it work absolutely oh yeah right of course but sometimes knowing all the intricacies of how things operate especially if it's just painting or something like that to understand when you go talk to a customer when there's a problem when they have a question right Mm -hmm. you have a better understanding of these things and so even if you're not going to take somebody and put them in the field all the time get them around the field exactly Exactly. Right. Um, I know that was one thing, you know, here we're recording here at the PCA office and they, they try to have their entire office staff come to expo just to get the experience <laughs> of like what what that is. Right. Because it's such right. a big event for them um, just to try to help them get ingrained and have a better understanding of what their mission is. The other 11 and a half months out of the year. Right. So <laughs> right. Um, I think it's really important to keep people ingrained in the day to day stuff to some degree um, so they can do their jobs a lot better. So, oh, yeah. Um, so I got to ask this question. Mm-hmm. How has working together been for you guys? And you can be fully transparent <laughs> or you can not be. I'm going to leave that. That's the cool thing. So, you have the option here. I have the option. Um, um, 
No, we have really enjoyed Good. coming from taxes. We never saw each other. Right. Like literally six months out of the year, we literally did not. Yeah. We hardly talked. We hardly okay. saw each other. Um, so it was a huge transition to go from that to seeing each other every single day, all day long. 24/7. At work, at home, yep. all of that. Um, it has been a true blessing That's in the cool. sense that we do get to spend that time together. That's awesome. You know, not many people get to really say that, you know, yeah. they literally know all the ins and outs yes. of their spouse. Right. Um, so that has been great. The other side of it is we are married. Yes. <laughs> so right. There are those days where it's like. I just want to choke him and he wants to choke me. Yeah. And um, so that's the true side of it. Yeah. But, you know, I would say nine out of 10 days okay. are great. Good. There's that one day where you're not feeling it yep. or he's not feeling it. And it is what it is. Yep. Yeah. But, and that's going to be part of it. Oh, yeah. And that's just the truth of it. That's, yeah. you know. Oh, it's funny I asked that question. I it, Christina and I have joked about this, and hopefully she still feels this way, but I'm going to say it anyways. Like, we both have said, like, there's no way we could work together. Mm-hmm. Like, we love each other to death. But that might be a little bit too much for us, right? <laughs> and so it's, you know, I, I do think it takes a special couple to be able to work together. And I, I think we could, obviously, in yeah. the right setting. It, she wouldn't be in a painting business, and, you know, we got to find something we're both passionate right, about right. together, and I think we'd make it happen. Uh, but, like, it takes a special couple to be able to work together and literally be together 168 hours a week. It does because you have two very strong-minded people. Yeah. I mean, if you're owning a business and you're doing it together, you have two very strong, very, you know, yep. independently-minded people that you're trying to put together as one. Yes. And which is great as far as ideas oh, yeah. and, you know, where the business stuff is going yeah. and implementing. But there are those days that you're yeah. Yeah. It's being married. Yep. You know? <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Is it hard to separate like the work and your guys' personal lives too? I mean, you know, I, I always like to ask that for like spouses that work together. Is it's like, okay, you go to work together, you mm-hmm. go home together. Is it hard to have that divide there to know when it's work time and when it's like not it work is. time? It is. Yeah. Um, I've heard several other people be like, okay, well, you have to have like that dividing line. But that's very difficult yeah. when, you know, you're sitting at home, you might be watching TV on your off time. You're like, oh, I've got this idea, yeah. you know, or, oh, shoot, we have this thing at this client that we're right. trying to figure out, you know, that kind of thing. It can be very difficult. Yeah. Um, one thing that I have made sure is that we have vacations. We go on Good. vacation. And <laughs> it's funny because being in tax for so long, I have this ability to completely shut my brain off, yeah. which most people like. Can't I be- don't know. Can't believe. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine what exactly. that would be. I Most can't imagine like, how amazing that would be, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. It drives Larry insane that yeah. I can completely shut everything off and just be on vacation. That's awesome. It drives him nuts. Teach, so, me, teach me your ways. Over the years, I've like tried yeah. to like at least get him to a relaxation point. Yep. He has so many ideas all the time and is constantly going 110%. Right. To even get him to sit down and just relax is difficult. And that's one thing where vacations is huge. So I've made sure we have to at least take some time, whether it's a week-long vacation, a weekend vacation, we have to get away. Yep. Um, So that's one of those things that we have kind of decided to to keep a little bit of a separation. Yeah. No, that's good. (laughs) Well, I think you need to. And I mean, I I can very much relate to him on that. Like, I am the person that's like, go, go, go. Like, even the other night, we had nothing going on. 
And I was like, okay, we can relax in the new house. And the next thing I know, I'm like doing laundry. I'm washing Chase's bottles. And I'm like, okay, it's 930. Let's go to bed. See, now like, that's me. Okay. Like he's yeah. got all these business ideas yeah. and always on the go with business, always watching podcasts, yeah. doing all of that. Whereas I am the other side when it's go, go, go. I'm like, okay, I have downtime. Now yeah. I can catch up on you know, stuff yeah. at the house. I yep. can do lunch. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yep. So I, I'm like right in the middle of it. Yep. I'm, I'm thinking of the business ideas mm-hmm. while I'm doing all the house things yeah. like, or not all of them, obviously Christina right. does a lot too, but, <laughs> um, but you know, it's, it's very hard to separate that. It like, is. and it's I really think, hard. you know, I can empathize with him on that because for me, it's the same thing, right? Like you're always thinking about it. And mm-hmm. like, there's something about literally leaving town Mm-hmm. I don't care if you go an hour away, but like literally leaving town in a different environment that sometimes that's the disconnect you need to shut your brain off yeah. or tone it down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of power too in like vacations, you know, once a month, once every quarter, something to just recharge. Yeah. Right. Like I've always told Christina, we're kind of in that state right now. Right. We just built the house. Chase is five months old. Like we're not really ready to leave him yet for a long weekend. And I'm like, I just need a vacation. And I told her, I was yeah. like, I don't even care if we just pick a weekend in a location next year. We don't even have to book travel right. yet. Just, I need something to like look forward to, yeah. to recharge, and you know? And sometimes it's just a day. Yeah. Literally leave the house yep. and go do something else. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, going to a fair or right. going to the park or just doing something that you can't get on the computer. Right. You can't sit there and just, you know, have all of those wheels turning the yes. whole time. You have to get away. Yep, 100%. And, yeah. I love that. Um, <laughs> So I know, you know, you said you come from accounting background. Mm -hmm. How do you feel like that's benefited your guys' business? Like, give me some thoughts on that. I know it has, obviously, but like in what ways can you kind of share some perspective? You've seen that be a blessing. I think it's really a blessing in the fact that, you know, starting a business, I already had the um, knowledge to know what needed to be done for starting a business. I could do that very easily. Um, Writing a partnership agreement that all was second nature to me um doing the books all of that kind of legal accounting stuff wasn't a problem um that part has been hugely beneficial because we haven't had to hire people right you know um but on the other side of that i kind of overthink the simple things yep okay so because i have that numbers background and i'm so detailed right um and i'll when I was in corporate, I got very forensic with a lot of my accounting. So okay. I dig, which is great when it comes to doing the actual books itself. Yeah. Not so good when you just need a simple job costing on the job. Yep. Um, so that's one thing I've had to kind of untrain myself in a way okay. is just the simple on the job. Hey, it took us this long to do this room. Yep. These are the basic supplies. You know, what's the cost on this room? Yes. You know, what, and then what did we charge? Okay. What did we net or not net? Right. Um, that that part's been a little bit more difficult. Okay, that's good. That's so interesting. That's actually where Larry has kind of come in, and he's like, because he doesn't have the same kind of background, right. he's like, why is this so difficult? He's yeah. like, this is simple. You it's just so it easy. Like just do it. You know. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. I've had to untrain myself in some that's ways good. to not be so detailed. Right. And all well, of that. I think that's a good perspective. So I mean, obviously, we work with clients all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. and Canada, and we see every aspect of thinking in a business, right? Right. Somebody that doesn't even know what job costing is, Mm -hmm. no fault of their own, they were never taught, right? Right. All the way to somebody like yourself who knows what job costing is to the degree that it can almost be a detriment. Yes. (laughs) Well, did it take 48 minutes or 47 minutes, Larry? Well, it doesn't really matter, right? And how many rules of tape did you use? Exactly, right? Like, you know, all that. So, you know, I always tell people like, 
we want to find the balance between simplicity mm-hmm. and accurate data. Yeah. Right. There's going to be certain things. Like, for example, I know like myself, I tell people like include your, your monthly insurance premium as a monthly fixed cost, mm-hmm. not as a burden of labor. Right, right. Right. I know that's kind of an unpopular thought, but I'm like, but just keep truthful. it simple. Yeah. It yeah. is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I say every quarter you should call your insurance agent, see what your estimated payroll was, see where you're at and just adjust your payment throughout the year to yep. where it becomes just a fixed cost of the business. Right. As you grow, you pay more in, in insurance. Right. Um, it just makes it simpler. Yes. Right. To where the only thing you have to worry about on your labor cost is your employer taxes. Yes. There's nothing else added to it. Right. So there's so many different ways to look at the numbers. Uh, but we always try to teach people like, what's the simplistic way that we can get the most accurate numbers Mm -hmm. it's not you sitting here for 18 hours a month digging through numbers and analyzing every little detail right right? at the end of the year your accounting software is going to give you the exact exactly which by that point you're like oh that's cool but if you even if you take it and look at okay what did this job say in the accounting software versus what did my quick little on the back of the napkin you're usually it's going to be a pretty immaterial difference yeah that's we typically take our our job costing numbers about every three months and we'll match it with the Mm pnl right just to say like hey how accurate is what we're putting in our job costing compared to what the actuals are because we both know the profit and loss is the actuals that you're paying out of your account (laughs) the job costing spreadsheet we have is literally numbers you're plugging in from somewhere right so i always say if it's within five percent you're golden yeah. Right, your material cost, your your labor cost, all those little things. If you're within about five to ten yeah. percent, you're, you're close enough, mm-hmm. right? And at the end of the year, you're going to know exactly what your margins were on everything and stuff. So, yeah. um, so I can see that being like very analytical and like, okay, I need to step it back a little bit. Yes. Yep. So that's cool. Um, so I know you've had the chance to write some articles, mm-hmm. participate in other interviews. I know you've been doing a lot in the industry because of your accounting background. Uh, which I love to see that. And I think you should share that. It, it was a gift that God gave you that you can kind of bless other people with. Um, you know, what's kind of your purpose in doing that? Like, wh- why do you enjoy doing those things? So my real purpose, I want to be able to walk alongside other women. That's cool. um, the trades isn't always an easy one to come up in. Right. Neither was accounting. You know, yeah. both were very male dominated at one point. Yeah. Um, not to say nowadays it's so much easier. No, um, but it's, it's <laughs> yeah. slowly shifting if we're, if yeah. we're in a good way, way right? Now. Right. Like half the clients I walk into now, they prefer me yeah. there than, you well, know. I would too over Larry, but that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's really to walk alongside other women yeah. and it's not to necessarily show them, oh, this is the grand thing. No, right. it's, this is real life. This yeah. is me being human. I'm right. showing you. You know, just like we were talking about the marriage thing. Yeah. There's the good and the bad. Yeah. There's the success and the failures. Yep. And it's just to be open and honest and truthful. Yeah. And to show both sides of it. Um, we don't cool. see that all the time. Yeah. And I think we really do need to see yeah. that here's the good, but here's also the, okay, this wasn't such a fun thing. Right. Well, um, and that one's not always the easy one to share. But. No, no, it's not. No, <laughs> no, but I think you have to, right? I think yeah. it's, you know, there's, I don't want to start naming other names because I'm going to leave somebody out and I don't want to be offensive, but there's a lot of females I'm starting mm-hmm. to see in the industry through the PCA, through right. the paint ed group, through other Facebook groups that are like, kind of stepping up and right and leading that mm-hmm. next you know i don't want to say next generation of women but leading women through the trades a little bit more and it's been really cool i feel like even just in the last year or two you're starting to see a lot more of that yeah um you and know that was the start of the whole women in paint 
yeah, idea. I love um, I love that. Yeah, that we got going. So. Yeah, that's cool. That's yep. awesome. So you guys do a lot of giving back in the community, mm-hmm. um, and I love it. You guys are very humble in doing it, um, and I love what you guys are doing. Share a little bit about what you guys have been doing uh, with some of the local youth trainings and other things in here in the St. Louis area. I'm going to share because you asked. I am. I know. (laughs) I know. That's why I was like, I'm going to ask the question because she's not going to bring it up. And the only way I'm going to get it out of her is to force you to to do it. Yes. Um, So, so please do share because I I do want to highlight that a little bit and just what you guys are doing and, you know, all that. And that is one thing that we don't normally talk about just because we don't do it to bring us the glory. Exactly. Um, But. We are um, very involved with an organization over on over in East St. Louis, yeah. um, where we help train youth um, that is from that area. Yep. Um, we help train them in the trades, and we have been involved with them for years. Um, they have events every second Saturday. Yeah. We also, with that organization, um, and through other means, we've partnered with Sherwin Williams. Yeah. And to help give them more training, um, they've allowed us to use some of their um, locations and stuff to do stuff. And so we have partnered with Sherwin. They've provided products um, and different things for us to be able to help train the youth. That's cool. We do stuff in North City with a couple different organizations um, where we just help with community, whether it's community cleanup, whether it's helping to build the community, or just general outreach yeah. um, to help people where it's needed. That's cool. Um, so we've done that for quite a few years now yeah. as well. The most recent thing um, we are working on is we are working with a mission organization that we have gone on several mission trips with over the That's last, cool. since 2013, I think. Okay. Um, and the COVID restrictions have now been lifted in a lot of places. So we are working with them to try to take five of the students from the organization that we work with in East St. Louis um, to take five of those students that are hopefully at least 18 years or older. Right. Otherwise I got to become a surrogate parent. Yeah. No, I don't blame you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till they're 18. (laughs) That's good. Like you make your own decisions. Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but we're going to take five of them over to Guatemala. That's awesome. And where they can not only help to build homes and yeah. different things for um, widows and people there, but can also get ministered to and to see kind of the other side. Yeah. That, um, you know, a lot of people <sighs> think that, you know, the places here that we call poverty right. are really poverty and Sometimes showing people that it in can comparison, be worse. yeah, yeah, hundred percent, kind of taking people out of <coughs> their comfort, yeah, and showing them something different. That's awesome. So that's kind of our new project. That's and exciting. It is in the works. Uh, um, pun intended. Yes. I see what you did there with yes. that. You like it? Um, <laughs> no, that's super cool, and that's one thing I've always appreciated since I got to know you and Larry. Is you guys have a huge heart to give back to the community and invest in the community, and you do it for the right reasons, right? We yeah. all know that as you invest in the community we will be blessed in other ways, right? Through business, through opportunities, through other things. Um, But when you do it for the right reasons, you know, and not just for the glory or just for the growth that will come out of it, right? 
um, it's it's fun to know and be around other people like that. And I appreciate that you guys do that. I know you guys do some give back projects and stuff mm-hmm. and, and a lot of other things. And um, again, I know you're very humble and that you don't <laughs> typically talk about it. And so I appreciate you sharing that because I think it's important to highlight those things of, you know, you. what we're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, what we're doing in the community, right? The PCA yeah. launched the Paint It Forward event or, you know, initiative coming up here in October. Um, and just to, to be able to give back, right? I, I believe that that's a big foundational for business, right? It's not just to make money. It's not just to support our lifestyle but how can we take that and give that back to the right. community how can we do the right things with it you know and i've always joked and said like good people do good things with money bad people do bad things and if you don't have money well the jury's still out on you right um and, you know you know i have people ask me all the time well what if you don't have the money to do it then give your time yeah you know or if you don't have the time right then give the money to people who can do it yeah you know right we don't there's two always, resources time yeah. and money pick we don't one always have the money yeah but i've got time yeah Exactly. So, you know, it's it's one of those things. And then, the you know, those times where we don't have the time. Yeah. Well, guess what? We gave before. Now we have the ability yep. to then give. So Exactly. Um, I love it. So, it's, yeah, there's always something people can do. And even yep. if you're not physically doing it yourself. There's a way you can giving, get involved. You know, a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars, however much to somebody to be it. able to then use it for something else. You're just as involved as the person that's actually going. Yep. So. Exactly. No, I love that. Um, what's one final piece of advice you'd like to leave people with that you've learned throughout the years of being a business owner, <laughs> being in the corporate world, working with people and businesses. I mean, you've had so many different experiences. Um, you know, what's one piece of advice you could leave, you know, contractors with, uh, moving forward. Lean on each other. I like that. Don't, don't look at it as a competition um, and be open and honest. Yeah. Don't try to sugarcoat things. Don't try to, you know, hold back because you think that that person's going to take your business. Chances are not going to happen. Right. Um, but just be open and honest and help each other. That That's is the good. only way any of us are going to succeed is if we are there for each other. Yep. And I can tell you over the last couple of years, us making connections through the PCA or through our local organization, painters organizations, um, you know, just different things. Those connections have truly benefited us and I hope it's benefited the other people as well. Um, But it's truly benefited us in growing as not only individuals, but as business owners. Um, And it's helped us to give back to our clients as well. Um, So that's one thing that I would say you know, don't go into this as it's all for me. It's, you know, I'm just going to do this selfishly. It's a team effort. And I know people say that that are in the corporate world, but it is, even if you're a different company, it's a team effort. You know, there could be a day where you need something and you can look out to those people that you've made connections with. And who knows that one person, you may not have talked to him for a couple months, but that one person may be the person that just steps up and says, Hey, I got your back. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Collaborate over competition Mm -hmm. all day. That's kind of what we preach. So, um, well, I appreciate you taking time. I'm glad we could get you out of the field today. Um, Thanks for coming and recording this. I appreciate what you and Larry are doing for the the industry, for the PCA. I know you guys are involved in a lot of different aspects. And so we appreciate that, that we're all all on the same mission to professionalize (laughs) the industry together. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you automatically get the newest episode every Tuesday morning. If you find our podcast beneficial, we'd love to hear from you by giving us a rating and a review. Not only does it help us stay connected to you, but it helps other business owners throughout the country find us. 
If you have questions or would like more information on how we help our clients, visit us online at www.elitebusinessadvising.com. Thanks again for listening. We hope you have a great rest of the day.